from my pronouns is Rasul Shah, we host Rasul Chowdhury, and I can't wait to jump into today's podcast episode. So, episode number thirty-eight, we have a special guest, Maria Katarina Pichard. Maria is a ICF accredited artist coach and art therapist, helping aspiring emerging artists create art they proud on, uncover, explore, and build their very own practice through her own. life lesson and invitation for change maria feels our purpose and facilitated the self actualization process of artists allowing them to grow into fearless confident and proposing artists they were born to be and live the life they love she is advocate of the healing power of creativity and talks very openly about addiction and narcissist abuse In her therapy practice Hamburg Germany she works with people dealing with anxiety depression addiction and loss so in this episode Maria will talk about fears and the power of arts so don't forget to subscribe leave a review on our podcast and share with your friends and family so let's dive in Hi Maria thank you so much for taking the time out for our audience and this podcast I really really appreciate you for coming to this show so how are you today Thank you so much for having me yeah I'm I'm very well um um just had a chilled morning and I'm excited to do this podcast with you so Yeah that's great and I assume like you're based in Germany right Yes yeah in Hamburg yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I'm in UK you're in Germany so you're in a European country is it's not much of a difference and normally we talk to like a US audience most of the time so it's having someone from Germany is it's a different thing so yeah, yeah tell us a little bit about yourself like how you became a life coach and working on the project what made you like becoming a life coach and who you really work with at the moment yeah um thanks for the question so I I actually used to live in London for a very long time so Yeah. I'm very much talking with with UK based people UK based people most of the time. Uh-huh. Um I became a life coach um in 2017. I I was already internally really quite moving away from what I was doing, but I yeah. had no clue what I was supposed to do, but I I knew that what I didn't want anymore is to not have not do something that doesn't align with my values and I yeah. was quite clear about my, what my values now were in 2016 I think that's when I started right. to explore because I come from a background of fashion design and um a creative background yeah um however even though it was creative it was still not um truly aligning in fully ways so some of that that was for me to to be around people that I can have those conversation with uh conversations mm-hmm. with that that interests me as well so for me a lot of that was about um life consciousness you know psychology all of these kind of things like deep conversations yeah. is what really interested me so i wanted to have those people around as well and i felt quite isolated and and that that i couldn't have those conversations um the other thing was a healthy lifestyle and um at the point with fashion it, i felt like you know in there it's like you work day and night and yeah and then you you're constantly stressed well that was my experience um i was constantly stressed and i i didn't eat well because i was tired all the time so i made those wrong choices um but really what was most impactful was uh because of uh when my stepdad he 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 lived in spain cuz i i grew up in spain yeah. and, and i lived in england and um and he had alzheimer's um in the end it happened quite quick like it was a dementia 
and um and yeah he passed away and at that point I really realized yeah I I realized that what am I doing why am I living a life that's that's so off of my values what what am I Mm -hmm. doing this for what's the driver and I really asked myself all those questions and and I realized that all these thoughts I had in my head, which were mainly about what fabrics am I going to choose? What next fashion show? And I realized mm-hmm. that these things are blocking my mind to think about the things that I do care about. Right. And I just realized something has to change. And, and obviously when my stepdad passed away, that was uh, quite a big moment. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just realized from that moment on, I'm going to change. I'm not going to wait anymore. Was the point? Uh, yeah. And he actually, um, <laughs> this is this is my how I've experienced it, and I do believe in this. I'm quite spiritual and, uh, in 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 a way that I felt that he was communicating with me when he passed. There's a quite mm. that period of time when you you know for for people left behind, you, you can I I believe in that that like you can hear and feel them. They might not physically be here anymore, but yeah. but you can feel their spirit. And it felt like he was truly communicating to me that I should come go back to art because he he was an artist and right. he ta- taught me art, like certain things about art, um, as that was the way we connected. And um, and I realized, yeah, that's that's what I was kidding myself on. I was doing design, but I wasn't doing art. Like I almost turned my back to art yeah. and to do something different. And with that, um, so I knew that was part of it, what I wanted to do, but I also wanted to help people because what I did most of the time was just, you know, seek for communication with people, try to help them. That was like my passion from as I was a child in some way. And I knew it had to do with that too. And so I I looked for a combination, which for me was art therapy. So that's how I first came into the coaching world. Um, and then I realized, okay, mom, well, my mom actually shared with me, why don't you become a life coach? Something mm-hmm. that you can, you know, do now and yeah. you know, not wait for three, three years. And I was like, wow, what is a life coach? What you can have those conversations with people yeah. and make it. A <laughs> I love the idea, and I found the right school, and everything. Yeah, just changed from from those moments on. Um, that's how well, I became a life coach. Yeah, that, that's great. So you talked about like. Uh, uh, you're doing arts so what type of sorts of arts are you doing at the moment yeah so I I love to I love to create portrait art Mm -hmm. so I like always when there's a mixture of um, realistic looking but also abstract and expressive so I like when there's a lot of energy in it and when it's impactful so I use a lot of colors if I I, I love to do the um, oil paintings because you can get, you know, you can always go back and like, yeah. uh, almost like with the rubber and like change and get really detailed. I love that. But um, I also like the really fast type of abstract, abstract paintings. But yeah, portraits are something that's always been what I've done. Yeah. Um, but I also like the abstract thing. So it's a, it's a mix of it. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting for coming from an artist. So you're like a professional artist right now and also doing like a life coaching so in terms of like life coaching who do you actually work with at the moment yeah so um surprisingly i work with artists or aspiring and emerging artists and i help them to create um art that they're proud of um Mm. first of all some of them to actually create art they might not have done it for a while or they might never have done it and have the curiosity yeah also for artists 
that already are doing it to then explore and build their very own art practice and then wow. allow them to grow into so also what I'm really passionate about is to help them in the internal world especially as, as an art therapist I am too to allow them to grow into the fearless and confident mm-hmm. uh, artists they were born to be yeah create their own art practice and make art that also really truly aligns to what they love doing because yeah. we can create sometimes especially in in art we are faced with um the decision of am I creating something now because I want it to look good and I want others to love it or am I creating something that I truly love to do so um, for me I'm always driven by finding what's what's the truth in this what's what's uh, what's what really excites you and what is yours and to move away from the shoulds and all of that um, from living who we yeah uh, who we are not (laughs) yeah yeah just wanted to get to understand about yourself about who you are and everything so i have like a question which is why you chose to be like a designer at the beginning why not like pursuing your art career when you were like really passionate about from your early stage yeah um i love the question because it's actually a turning point that after many years and looking at it now i realize why and um and i realized that um I felt in that decision, I was looking for something extra. I was mm-hmm. looking for, I needed to be more, I needed to add a skill yeah. in order to be of more value. That was in hindsight now looking back what I was doing because my what, what I was natural in was art. I never had anything to do with fashion, <laughs> never. I, like, yeah, I, I liked it, but I was not the kind of... Um, fashion student that would breathe art and that would know all the designers and stuff and in fact like living in in spain yeah. i think um in a small town in spain not saying that they're not fashionable but they were we weren't really in like the trendy areas to where people would wear uh the you know the clothes that would be most trendy when i come yeah. to hamburg to visit my family and my friends they would always have the newest sort of fashion stuff and i would right. always be behind yeah. So, in, in, in fact, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. But funnily enough, I, um, yeah, I, I had this need to, to want to have a new skill because I thought what I could already do, mm. which was art, was not, wasn't worth anything. I know it sounds bad, but this is, this is somehow what I felt. Um, it's like you didn't see the potential of like a future growth, like uh, financial wise. So yeah. that's why you end up like choosing um, yeah. that design career, right? Oh, well, yeah, I, I thought that, okay, if I, if I know an extra skill now, I can make clothes. So yeah. when, when the hard times hit, I'm able to create clothes. So yeah. we're not going to be, you know, we're going to be safe with that. And also another thing that I, I, I knew and I, I was excited about, so it was not all like I just did it because of that and I was sad about it. And I was actually excited about it because then I thought, oh, yeah, you know, I can create um art on a new type of canvas so the canvas are the clothes now so i can create art on it and so art was always a thing actually when i was at uh, university i always struggled to create designs because in design you had to to think of as well like who's going to buy it (laughs) and who's going to wear it and my art it's it's not something that you would have my designs would have not been something that you would wear on a day-to-day basis but i was very much seeking the free artistic expression in design and 
and that's fine like you can yeah. see all these designers doing really creative expressive stuff uh, and but 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 my passion wasn't strong enough to to see me through mm. to do all of that I, I you have to really breathe and really love everything about fashion design yeah. uh, to, to make it as well and I when my belief was like yeah I can make it and I've got you know I, I noticed that a lot of things I didn't resonate with uh, my passion wasn't then strong enough to see me through it and yeah um, it didn't come from your inside it's no. just like uh, from outside things like yes. the fame is there the money is there and I can be something but inside like uh, you didn't know like what you need to be pursuing yeah it, it comes to comes down to like a fears and uh, which was the topic we're going to talk about like uh, you mentioned the two two segments we're going to talk about fears and power of arts so in the beginning of it we can talk about fears and I can relate to that like with your life journey and there is the fear like a fear of knowing unknown unknown like which is if i choose my career path to the arts i'm not going to be successful probably not financially probably not like i'm able to do it or not people are going to buy it or not so i want to like know from you more about fears what defines you for fears yeah um so I wanted to talk about fears because um, my my life until and, and included including the decisions I took back then that we just talked about yeah. were very much driven by fears. They were unconscious, of course, yeah. a lot because it's not that I walked through my day to day being fearful and feeling constant physical fear, yeah. but but we have underlying really strong fears that create decisions that we make because we don't want to something to happen that subconsciously we might think might happen. Um, for example, uh, what I experienced then in, in some grand underlying sort of uh, look at it uh, would have been the, the, the fear of not being someone and not being loved. Mm. Go, if we go really deep into that, I wanted to, to be seen, to, to, um, to acknowledged, and yeah. you know that that's usually from from family side. Um, there was one particular family member that you know has had quite a power in in in, in pushing their views and expectations yeah. um, of how things should be. And where I thought I was quite free spirited, I still subconsciously sort of like lived through those expectations, needing to be somebody or or you want to become somebody, don't you? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I had to almost decorate myself to like a family expectation, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and that comes all down to to the root of it, really, to just wanting to be loved for who, who mm. you are. So you kind of just just decorate yourself to um, to what you think uh, somebody else is going to make you is yeah. going to love you. Yeah. So so that's some fears that I've underlying had all the time. I also had fear of rejection a lot, fear of um fear of um visibility um and of course um yeah fears fears in, in many many different ways uh, dealing with addictions i don't know if i told you about this but um like in in my um childhood <laughs> my adolescence uh you know yeah. i was getting quite involved into into drugs as well wow. and um to a certain point in my early 20s where i was really hit by um, a moment where it was it was getting quite dramatic where I had to really make a choice um, that thankfully I could make in some ways yeah. there was a part of me a consciousness of that 
that helped me to to make a decision that was good for me but until then I was driven by that fear I didn't I wanted to run away from responsibility and all of that but really I was just scared to be myself yeah. <laughs> scared to really reveal who I am and show that because that meant that I would um well that for me at that point meant that oh then I'm not going to be loved then I'm going to be alone then I'm going to be left then whatever you know yeah. um, people are gonna not like me so so that's something that that that's really helped me with obviously lots of different layers attached to, <laughs> onto that how I broke through that but um um that's kind of like with for example working with artists um these fears of underneath it you could have a fear of um being abandoned and um and that's why you're not taking certain decisions about mm-hmm. uh, or certain steps in your life or that's why you you know you you might be preoccupied with other things that then hold you back from taking steps to create your your cool very own art practice that you would love to do but yeah. you're preoccupied with pleasing others or with thinking about others and but or about being uh, unhappy about your life and so those thoughts cloud you and it's because there is an underlying fear that is unconscious you you, you don't know it consciously but it's very yeah. very potent so that's why I'm really, really um, passionate about this. And um, I, I usually tend to go down that route with the power of the art. So with the art therapy side of things, um, which which really brings to the surface or really shows you yeah. um, what's, what's currently going on underneath all of our conscious um, thoughts about things. Yes, it's a great way to uh, look at. So in terms of like your fears, how did you overcome all of them, your fears in over the past years from, because you had to make a dramatic change in your life because like you mentioned, uh, you was in a drug addiction as well. Also like you had uh, no clear path over your career path, like who you wanted to be, like you wanted to do something, but you're actually doing something else. It, that needed like a proper looking at the mirror yourself, like uh, asking the question to yourself, like, what am I doing? Who am I? Why mm-hmm. it needs to be doing? And also overcome your fears. So how everything got started? Like, I know you mentioned about uh, losing your stepdad and everything, but how did you overcome with your fear? Yeah. So um, in 2009, actually, um, that was before um, the addiction really went really bad. And um at that point, I, I would still consider myself sort of like normal going out on weekends and, and yeah. you know, um, partying that way. Um, and I, I had, um, I, I fell in love and I had a boyfriend who, uh, you, you know, like everything was great. And then it turned out to be quite a destructive rela- re- relationship, mm-hmm. um, which I had never thought that I would see myself in, you know, previously yeah. say, oh, that kind of relationship I would never let people do that with me but yeah. it was the kind of relationship where um I wasn't allowed to wear what I wanted to look into directions that I that you know just look without yeah. you know and um just and a controlling relationship right very controlling yes yeah. and uh, and yeah I, I put on a lot of weight I wasn't able to see my friends you know like jealousy just for friends yeah. and just going crazy and um I completely lost myself in that relationship but you know obviously the and I know this that relationships just mirror you 
of yeah. what's going on internally. So I let that happen. I let that all uh, unfold. And it's it's. Um, I discovered this when I went to a lecture uh, in London. When I was living in London, mm -hmm. I went to a lecture which was very much about love and relationships, but on a spiritual basis, and very much about energy and 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 how we as humans uh live in this world and 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 not just in the one percent that we can see yeah. feel and hear but what's going on metaphysically and it just gave me an understanding for the first time of that you know there is a default version of me that just goes through the day unconscious and just follows the thoughts but not realizing that i had a power to choose my thoughts and that for me I mean, that's now everywhere in the internet and everyone can read it. But at that point for me, that was something wow, amazing um, yeah. because it felt like I remembered. Um, it was just a funny thing. It was something that I was seeking. But yeah, I finally had that tool and I realized um, that I can choose my thoughts and that I can, with those thoughts, then change my reality. And, and, and also because obviously I was ple people pleasing in that relationship. Yeah. Um, I didn't have my own voice. I didn't have anything uh, present that, of me. I realized that I was just, um, that that wasn't love. That was just, that was fear as well. Yeah. And um, I chose in that moment then to um, to bring myself back, to, to be confident with saying and speaking up, with saying what I feel mm -hmm. and, and valuing that because I didn't value myself. I didn't value what I thought. I didn't value anything of me. I was just for the other yeah. thinking that's love, but it's, it, it was just, yeah, it was, it was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't wrong, but it was the way that it, that it was at that moment. And so um, it all started with that lecture. It was actually the Kabbalah center, um, um, which Ever since then, I've been studying further about myself and they gave me the tools to really just stop and observe to um, your thoughts of what's happening in your internal world and then see, are they actually thoughts that support me, yeah. uh, get the best out of me, or are they fear-based? So I really just waited up all the time. Is this a fear-based thought? Is this now a trusting thought, trusting me and my power? Am I devaluing myself now um, or what's going on. And so I started doing that. And just because of doing that, I then, well, first moved out of this relationship uh, safely. <laughs> um, yeah. And and that was fine. That ended. But what happened then was just the repercussion of not having lived my myself or not having, I felt like I, I, let, I lost time. Um, so I'm I know that I'm also quite extreme and in, in within myself, like I go from one extreme to the next. So right. because it was such an imbalance, I wanted to balance it out again by doing yeah. everything that I wanted to. <laughs> um, wanted to like focus on everything at the same time and fix everything. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right? And I, yeah, but I also wanted to feel free and I didn't want any responsibility. And then I basically, the tools that got me out of, the relationship that were actually bringing me that freedom i was then also i didn't want to have to think about anything and so i that's when i went really crazy in in the going out and the partying and i that's when i they were fine for a while but obviously yeah. um they then uh d yeah went spiraling down into a place that after a year or so that I it was a very dark place 
Mm -hmm. um, I was in, um, my body was obviously not reacting um, normally anymore. I couldn't live the day. I was just living the night. I was yeah. having a social phobia, um, which it was obviously um, drug related, but I had a social phobia where I could, where I felt paranoid around people. I couldn't go out without wanting to escape yeah. uh, people. I thought that they were all hating me and watching me and it was just oh it's horrible uh, it was really bad um yeah, but yeah. um something because of having gone through the experience before how i can take charge of my thoughts when i hit that dark point and i realized okay i'm at the moment i'm 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 causing ripple effects to the people around me that are negative they're not positive um i am probably not going to last much longer in this world it, with what I'm doing to my body. So I decided I'm gonna change everything. And because yeah. I realized fear is what got me here, it meant that um, I had to do the opposite. So I was very clear because it was such an extreme. Yeah, I knew that fear got me here. So I needed to walk through all my fears. And ever since then, I've just always walked through the fears that I could identify uh, as soon as they came. Um, and um, yeah, everything changed from then on. So I, I changed my environment, I changed the people. I um, went through a while of loneliness that then turned into solitude after a while, obviously ate well, uh, yeah. done exercise and stuff like that. Everything that's good and creativity, you know, like drawing and painting and yeah. all of that. Yeah, that's, that's a great journey. Uh, I have another question related to that. So how long the process actually takes? So obviously it didn't happen overnight. Uh, mm -hmm. So and in, during that time period, like did you have any kind of support from family, friends, or did you consult with anyone like a life coach or anyone? Yeah. Um, so I, what I did, and it was a longer process, and it was a process of it kind of faded out with time. Mm -hmm. Like there was always eruptions of times where things were. Um, really different and then I might have fallen back into some habits again and stuff like that so I can't really say when it all completely yeah it, it was like 2017 when I got to Germany yeah. when I moved um I it's the first time that I really got help because I started the diploma and in, in, in um, coaching and I started the art therapy course right. and um that's the first time when I really discovered what true help really means when somebody really listens to you and supports and helps you i have to say that my mother has always um, been supportive of me like i after that moment that i talked about she she just took me on in spain and i kind of you know spent lots of time there and she's always been supportive um but no but having a coach um mm -hmm. or an art therapist and and that kind of help is absolutely priceless that the transformation that happened from then on like within yeah. me it just felt like I could declutter and really clean out all of what's underneath even though the, until 2017 I've done all the work by myself just seeking lectures and you know uh, podcasts and inspirational um, writing blogs and everything you know mainly yeah. I went to the Kabbalah center and that has helped me amazingly um, and done all the walking through my fears kind of work 
but still I, that was the mindset I had. I had the great mindset, but I still had all that internal turmoil still. Like yeah. it's still anxieties and, you know, certain things that I wouldn't have, wouldn't, couldn't get rid of yeah. uh, without um, actually looking at it properly and being able to identify. So um, I only uh, had my first coach when I started to do the diploma itself. And I only had an art therapist mm-hmm. um, by doing the diploma myself. And uh, yeah, so that that's really um, helped me to, 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 to arrive within me feeling grounded. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We undervalue like having a life coach or like a therapy session, because if you have anything wrong with your uh, body, like a physically, like a good temperature or have some ache on the back or something, then we go to doctors and always get checked out. Well, because of them physical illness, we don't actually commit suicide. We may die because of the disease and the illness, but we don't commit suicide. Well, only people do uh, commit suicide because of the mental illness, the anxiety, the depression they have, the fear, like you mentioned. And we tend to hide it, even though sometimes it's not possible to talk to your friends and family, they could be the main problem. Like if you have a toxic relationship, the main person you love the most, uh, he is the main one causing you the problem. So it's not like a great idea to talk to them. And even though your friends are not gonna be the expert on the, such a situation because they've never dealt with it. So having a coach and consultant uh, will have the expert on certain area you need help with, I think is really, really adds up. And with your own experience, you can tell that because you're coaching a lot of people. Also, you've been coached with someone else. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And um, for like when the experience I've had with art therapy and a reason why I haven't gone through my own experience, but also then experiencing art therapy, which um, has been amazing because it it just, you can really see what's going on subconsciously on on the paper and change and shift it. And and you're feeling those shifts. that that's that's just been an amazing journey in the past few years um and one thing as well with my partner now obviously having gone through the experiences before mm-hmm. it's really helpful when you have a partner that you can grow with together instead yeah. of like so in this relationship uh, i've just made a decision that i would um be honest and just be myself not hide yeah. myself speak my truth because ultimately you know we have to love each other by by knowing each other as well. Yeah. And if I don't share my what I think or what I feel, then I'm not um, being truthful to myself, but how can they love who I am? Then again, it's, yeah. it's loving somebody else or an idea. Yeah, they so have I, to I know make like sure, who you are, what your priorities yeah. are and everything, yeah. And making sure of that has really helped because now we're both always after everyone's got certain challenges we had lots of challenges but because of the communication and because of wanting to work on ourselves um the relationship is growing and so that's that's also been really helpful to have a partner that's um on that on that level um so yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's great like uh, now let's talk about the power of arts which we're really passionate about which we're actually doing so tell me what's the power of arts and how does it actually help us and mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, art has always been actually something that everyone can do. There's not one person who can't put a pencil or a pen or something into their hands and 
and create, or it could be anything else from sculptures. We have hands to, to yeah. create. Of course, there's um, uh, th there are exceptions, but even that the creation is, is so innate within us that um, there is a huge power of art. So art really can can show you, you know, things about yourself. Um, whether that's in how you are making art, like in the speed of things, and in 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 the textures, and you know how you create the image, the colors you use, all of that uh, can show you so much about you. Um, yeah. In communication with it, um, and the thing is, we have internal images that um, you know already start within. Well, I, I believe in past life, so I feel that we're carrying <laughs> that over yeah. into this life. But they are images stored within our system, like our every cell um, or our consciousness uh, that still drive the way that we behave, think, and act. So let's say um, you're in the womb of your mom, and um, you know you can the child can already hear and taste and uh, and everything that's going on around them. So they might not be yeah. able to see what's happening, but those thoughts, those if, um, feelings of the mother or the what you can hear that already creates internal images in our system. And that's how then we start to, um, how our brain starts to form and, and, and it also determines of like what we feel comfortable with and what we feel uncomfortable with. That's what, as well one area or one aspect of why people are very different, you know, because some things you, depending on the environment and, you know, makes, makes yeah. you feel more home and that is not so um and with art you can well with this particular art method for example that i use what you can do is pick up on those internal images that we have that could be yeah. abstract and they could be um uh, a particular thing that we see and we paint it and then it can really show us uh, what's really important right now still for us like let's say a topic that we try to push away all the time all of a sudden it's there and we can instantly relate to it because we see it and what we can then do is change it as well let's say it's still having an impact on us in a way that's making us feel emotional like all the time or angry or frustrated or down um yeah. we can sh shift that image on the paper and it can then um change it within us because the last image that we see whether that's painted or real the brain doesn't differentiate. So we can change right. a lot on that. Another thing, the power of art, obviously through the creation of doing, you are constantly, it's like, you know, you're constantly detoxing yourself in some way, not, not on the physical level as well on the physical level, but um, you are letting the energy of, uh, um, of love really come through. I know it sounds cheesy, but in some way creativity very much is love and action. You know, you just, um, letting creation come through you yeah. so that really is a, it has a healing effect and um, it has a healing effect as well just when you take a pencil in your hand and you press on onto paper that has a healing a healing effect because it's meditative it kind of relaxes your brain and then uh, you know instead of being in the frontal lobe trying to solve problems yeah. it kind of like just relaxes that and opens up different areas of the brain where 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 it just it is meditative on the on the body and then you have more intuitive intuition come through so creativity very much is an act of you know allowing your creativity to come through allowing generally where you're not the one um almost um 
controlling so we can be quite yeah. controlling with how things should be in our day and, and and almost being creative you're allowing things to just unfold and flourish of how 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 it could how it's meant for you almost like we think we should it should be this way but actually we're allowing things to be uh coming through us um the way that they're meant to um and uh facing create yourself with creativity is healing as well because of um in in that process it can be quite scary just the process of painting let's say for somebody who yeah. hasn't painted for a while um or never done it before there could be quite a lot of thoughts about um i can't do this i'm not good enough um you know like lots of creativity scars as well that have been created from from school for example or yeah. from friends or from even parents that might have said something or couldn't discover like what you've been drawing or you couldn't see it's a bear i can't draw you know mm -hmm. so these have a huge impact on on how confident we feel and also how we compare ourselves and we compare ourselves with somebody else who who looks like they've they can do something better but they're yeah. just doing things differently artists art is so versatile it's your personal self-expression so allowing yourself to express yourself um through art can be yeah really freeing to 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 drop those thoughts i i'm not good enough i can't do this and gives you confidence to to do other things because it has a ripple effect on other areas so yeah there's a huge power of art whatever form you want to do you know art can also be music and acting and all of that it's just self-expressing yourself in um in the medium that you like and of course and from this experience here I talk from art as painting but it can be so much more than that yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's very powerful like, i could go yeah <laughs> yeah so in terms of like uh, art if someone's going through like anxiety, depression, or mental issue, doing get into like an artist, like even though they do 10, 20 minutes a day, does it really help on healing aspect of it? Like a decade clutter from like outside the noise. Yes. I mean, for example, um, of course, like let's say you do art therapy, and there's different ways of art therapy, like there's the um uh expressing yourself art therapy, like um yeah. express arts. Or, you know, in, in, in this case, if the method that I do, it's got two different um, methods. One is very much about discovering themes. Um, another one is about imprinting. So let's say you have a trauma, for example, then um, it's very much about calming, calming the, the brain as well when it's going yeah. like all alarming, you know? So we use quite, um, just some uh, shapes that are very calming or some colors that are very calming um so yeah but if you if you paint every day um it it it, it will have an effect of like like meditation <laughs> you know it, it will have an effect like that because meditating every day also creates um it creates space in your mind for 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 that amount of time and it has very healing effects on your body so if you did do that every day a little bit it will um you know become more enjoyable with time but also um give you that moment for yourself um yeah. so for sure um that that also very much has has an effect like for example you can do the morning pages you know just writing every morning whatever it is not not particular um 
script but just writing everything that's on your mind and it declutters it and then you can really think or really you know be present in your in your day so I, I think a lot of it brings you a lot of presence and also a feeling of of, uh, of of creating something in your day so yeah 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 that's great so those who are listener wants to get into the arts or like a, become an artist how they can get started um how they can get started so in terms of wanting to create your own art practice or is that what you mean yeah like uh, if someone wants to be like you like what are you actually doing uh, how they get started because obviously you had like past experience some people don't have that experience but they're interested probably uh just escape from like uh, day-to-day things probably they're passionate about doing it but never thought about how they can get started is there any club to join or like uh, they do it themselves or like a online tutorial yes so um if, if you're interested in uh, creating art let's say you haven't created art let's start like this but you're interested it already says that there is um there is there is a path there for you that you are an artist you know not everyone has to be an artist even though i'm saying that everyone's creative but if yeah. you feel like you are then go out and explore it try different things out um you know if if, if it's if it's painting or if it's music or if it's uh acting whatever that is for you but if it, if it is painting i could say that for anybody painting um has has a wonderful um impact on you it's like lots of artists who that I talk to as well in my podcast um I interview artists and a lot of them actually have only discovered that they're an artist in just a year ago or under a year ago their whole lives haven't had anything to do with art and all of a sudden by chance they have um discovered that uh, you know they quite enjoyed it and it's become their profession with, within under a year. I find that amazing because, you know, yeah. it's a dormant artist and doing amazing stuff. So I would just uh, just do it. I know this, this, the just do it, I think, is quite powerful because um, we, we have this idea we need to be perfect or we need to be in a certain place until we can do it or I need to finish this job first and then maybe later, yeah. five years later, after I finish, then I can do what I want. So I would try and find a time um, uh, to just do it. Even if it's like you mentioned every day, two minutes or five minutes, just pick a pencil or the next time explore some YouTube videos on how to do watercolor, if that's something you like or acrylic um, uh, and and just try things out um, really. Um, There's also different courses that you can do to obviously um, try things out um portfolio courses if you like or some other art classes online there's a wide amount of stuff online um but you you explore yourself let's say if you haven't done it before and if you are wanting to get a coach then get a coach that you can explore that together so you can figure out what um what what it is that you that you love doing and and then start doing it together obviously if um yeah and and like how I, if I meet somebody, then they, we would jump on a discovery call and actually figure out what, what they want to do. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, if you want to work with somebody, then you just go and do that and uh, figure out the path as it, as it unfolds. It's like in the process that you're discovering things. Um, and yeah. And if you're already doing art, I would also suggest to, to, to think of it becoming something more professional, 
professional because yeah. okay, not everybody might want to do something professional but if you have an idea of you know just doing what you love every day then um the fact that you're doing it why not do it every day and also make money with it yeah. uh, there's so many uh beliefs that we have about but i can't make money for art or you know obviously um or what what my others think about this like i should just do it be doing this for enjoyment or i should just be doing this for healing or I should you know all these shirts yeah. but, but why not it's a fun thing to do and people will benefit from it as well so go and explore that um yeah and there's many people that you can talk to other artists on uh, that you can find everywhere very open to speak to listen to some podcasts how other people do it um or did it and um yeah and if whenever you feel ready then then speak to a coach about it yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for taking the time, Maria. So we're running out of time for this podcast. So if anyone wants to work with you or reach out to you, how they find you? Um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, so I, you can find me under mariacatherinarichless.com. Um, that's my website. You can yeah. email me as well. Um, I'm also on Instagram as mariacatherinarichless. I'm sure that they'll be under here. And um yeah, if, if there's any interest, you can message me. And yeah, that stuff. <laughs> that's great. So this is it, guys. So you know how to reach out to Maria. Uh, reach out to her, like if you need any help with any coaching or consulting on art or like uh, dealing with your fear. And yeah, this is a wrap, guys. So thank you so much, Maria, taking that time out. I know you have a busy schedule. Uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge and expertise on fear and power of art. Uh, yeah, we learned a lot from you. I really appreciate it. Um, may I just add one thing? Um, yeah, sure. As you're just saying, I had the um, um, I'm, I'm running a fearless artist workshop in October, okay. so I just thought it's quite fitting. Um, so if you do get in touch, then you can ask me about that as well. And thank you yeah. so much for the opportunity, Raza. It was awesome. You're most welcome. I really appreciate it. All right, this is a wrap, guys. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. So till then, see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you soon.